Welcome to Glow Up or Get Out. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about communication and setting boundaries. Pretty much vaguely, like personal workplace settings, just in your overall life. And then we're also going to learn with you what the different communication styles are because they're a new concept to us. So, period. Let's get into the polls we did. So, we decided to head to Instagram, good old Instagram, every time. And do some polls and hear what you guys have to say. So the first question was, do you feel like you know how to set boundaries? 62% of you said yes. 38% of you said no. That's a really high percent of people who said no, I gotta say. Yeah, that's a pretty good amount of people who don't set boundaries. And I wonder, because I guess it could be different for everyone. Like, that's the first question out the gate. Maybe they're just like, I don't know. No. Like, no, I guess not. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, do you think this comes from, like, the fact that people, like, just genuinely are too scared to set boundaries or, like, don't know? Because boundaries is such, a, like, a, like, an intense word. So, like, do you think people feel like, I don't set boundaries because, like, that's rude? Like, that's me saying, like, no to people or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe people are just like, I'm just nice. I just, like, go with the flow. Yeah. Maybe. I guess maybe. Maybe that's it. But that's not necessarily what setting boundaries is, you guys. Setting boundaries is healthy. <laughs> the second question we asked was, do you feel like you know how to communicate your feelings? <laughs> Most people said yes. 57% said yes. And then 43% said no. Which I'm like, wow. Wow, there's a lot of people out there in the world. <laughs> I mean... I, okay, the next question is where it gets even more interesting. So then we said, do you feel like you know how to healthfully communicate your feelings? And I'm assuming out of the people who said voted yes. yes are the people responding to this. And 57% of them said yes and 43% said no. Which was the exact same amount as before, which makes sense. Yeah. So it's interesting, I guess, that people feel like they don't know how to communicate their feelings i feel like it's more common than we know clearly yeah because i don't know freaking feelings are hard and communicating them to people is even it's harder. so difficult especially if you're a people pleaser and you like don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or i don't know i also just feel like it's really i think it's freaking bold that people say no like I feel like I would lie even if I didn't know how. Like, like you did, you didn't wouldn't admit it. I wouldn't admit it. Like what the heck? I don't know. It's I just, think I voted no on. Um, do you know how to communicate your feelings? Just because I think I'm I a, did too. I'm a little bitch, bro. I'm learning, and it's a fucking it's process. Hard. But it was yeah. so much easier to be quiet and just hate my life. <laughs> it's much easier to be passive aggressive. I gotta say, I wasn't ever passive aggressive. I was just like, I guess passive. Meh. All right. Fuck it. Just, it happened. <laughs> I just should have said something, I but I didn't. Yeah. I feel like same. I feel like I either said nothing and just swallowed it and then like made myself feel shitty for it or I was passive aggressive and I was like, why don't you know how I feel? Like, why don't you know that this hurt my feelings? Or it, ex- yeah, it exploded yeah. later. So it started as just passive. These are some of the communication styles. So I feel like it's interesting that we we don't identify them as, as that, that. But but yeah, so we're going to talk about those later. But interesting. Yeah. To take it even further, we asked, is it easier for you to set boundaries in professional settings or personal settings? 
And 40% people said professional and 60% said personal. I feel like I'm very much the opposite. It's easier to set them in professional. Yeah, because I don't, not that I don't know these people, but I feel like a workplace is so like, not cut and dry, but like (laughs) a workplace is just easier to be like, yo, too much. You're doing too much. You're fucking asking too much. Bro, this is our workplace. Okay, but I've also had, like, different workplaces. She, she means, so, like, traditional workplace. Yeah. Or even, like, just working in retail. Like, I could be like, eh, I'm going to say no to that dog. Yeah, I mean, professional for us would probably be, like, talking to clients. Yeah. Or, which, like, I, I feel know. like we've set boundaries there, too. Which, you know, like... But with personal, it's, a lot, like, a lot more hard. Because it's, like, just... It's just, like, feelings. It's, like, not cut and dry. Cut and dry as in, like, we have to get, like, timelines. Just, yeah. Facts. Things have to get done. Personally, you just don't want to hurt people's feelings, I think. And, like, you don't want to start drama. You don't want to, like, kill the vibe. (laughs) just really killed my vibe, bro. But, like, that's what it is. And I think that's funny that people said personal. So, like, go for you. Like, that's fucking... Like, good for you for ruining people's days. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. I'm just kidding. But, same. I would definitely say personal. I mean, professional. (laughs) That was stupid. Yeah, people, you guys are weird for that. Uh, maybe because they just don't have like they're timid in their workplace they don't feel like because like for us we own the business so for us setting uh but you're talking about other places too yeah i just personally personally like care less which is fucking (laughs) stupid it's really fucking dumb don't be me but i care less what people think about me in the workplace than they than i do personally which we don't know if that's a good thing or bad i don't think that's a good thing uh i think you should care equally but yeah uh i could i can more likely be like no fucking thank you to a boss than a friend like just because i feel i don't know i don't know what it is i think i take friends a lot more like to heart well i mean friends you're hoping it's like a lifelong thing business you're kind of like it's either a short term or like a not forever thing yeah yeah you're kind of like not to say that i I fucking go out and, like, ruin all my professional relationships. She's out here just telling people they're ugly. Like, <laughs> nah, you're ugly. I wouldn't do that for you. <laughs> but I just, like, I don't know. No, I get that, yeah. I can tell, like, my boss no. I think. If I had a boss. Okay. And then we asked... This last one. Do you know the different communication styles? 62% of you said no. 38% of you said yes. I personally don't know them. I think I know them, but, like, I don't know them by name. Yeah, I think we know of them, but one, we probably never learned this. Like, even psychology classes, sociology classes. Like, yeah. I don't think I ever learned. I mean, I feel maybe. like we might have. I just, we just don't remember them anymore. And they're also, I guess, you just don't really need to know them, know them, but we just like to do, like, those quizzes, like, where those bitches online, like, so what's my IN? What's, what's my Enneagram? What's my... What is it? I was gonna say, what's my NFT? Not that. <laughs> what's my, um... What is it's it It's an Enneagram. Like? My Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. That's what it is. My personality. So, yeah. So, being able to say, that's my, my communication, communication style. style. That's our style. <laughs> Throw back to, like, our fucking first or second episode about relationships and talking about, um, love languages. Same vibe. Same vibe here. But we've also, besides the polls, also asked you guys what boundaries are important to you and like what have you set? And here's some of the answers. One person said being respectful of my time, 
which I think that's super valid. I feel like I hate when people just like aren't considerate about that kind of shit. Just like constantly late. Yeah, I that has always bugged me. And I think it starts from someone in my family who shall not be named that just consistently was late to everything and it's like a joke kind of. And like it's cool like if like if it's like, you know, like your family's always like, oh, we're the ones always late. Like it's whatever. Cause you, could, you guys are all late, so it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. But if it's like it's just one person and you can't start until two hours later, it's like, bro. It's like everyone's here for a short amount of time. Yeah, and then you wanna stay three hours later and then complain. <sighs> yeah. So I think it stemmed from that. But yeah, time is probably one of the biggest boundaries because I feel like a lot of the rest of them. I feel like I'm time. so anxiety ridden about about time i feel like i'm some more more than recently i've been late to almost everything like (laughs) by a few minutes or whatever but like i feel like i'm so anxious about it just because i know how it makes me feel like when people are late so like i hate doing that to other people i just fucking can't stand it so that's a good one but it's also like not good because i'm the same way because i fucking hate when people are late when i'm late I, like, start to get in my head, and then I'm in a bad mood when I get there. Yeah. And I'm like, you gotta stop, bro. Same. (laughs) And it's like, it's okay to be fucking late. Like, you feel bad. It's enough. Like, it's not like you fucking are purposefully like, I'm gonna spend an extra hour to do this instead and go get Starbucks and go... It's like, I'm not doing nonsense. Yeah. While being late. Like, something probably actually happened. Exactly. So I feel like you gotta release yourself of that as well if you're like us. That's (laughs) true. Okay, another person said, protecting my energy from negativity or negative people. Vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that going around. That's like a lot of boundaries to set, though. Like, that one is like... It's eight. like many. Yeah, like, you gotta set a few to do that. Like, you're not gonna hang out with certain whoever, people. Yeah, or you're not going to let something bug you on Twitter. Or, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other boundaries. Yeah. Blocking words on Twitter. I don't know if people do that. Is that. That's a boundary. That's a boundary. You could block a word on Twitter yeah. if you want. Yeah, that's a good one. Next, making time for myself. So back to the time thing. <laughs> I feel it's like... a different version of time though. Yeah. I feel like it, it's... Like getting spread too thin sucks. Yeah. And being like, God, all I want to do is go home and take a nap. But I have like eight things to do when I get home. Gotta go to the market. I gotta go pick up something from this little shop and although all those things are for you for yourself yeah. it doesn't feel like it's like for you yeah yeah so yeah that's a good boundary also like I, I take that into like the aspect of being in a relationship or having friendships like making sure that you're balancing your life enough to like have you time and like time alone mm-hmm. um I think that's the next one the next oh. one says, family, friends, partner, respecting my ask for alone time. So yeah. Yeah. Time for yourself. I think that's important for sure. I feel like that's also like not even just saying like I want to hang out with X, Y, and Z, but it's like so your friends fucking texting you, blowing you up, and you just don't have the energy to respond. And you're just like, hey, this is the boundary right now. Like just, I'm going to text you back tomorrow. I'm really tired yeah all good and dandy or just don't respond it's fine your friend should understand yeah but if you're like highly anxiety ridden just be like hey yo i'm not having a good night i want to respond kindly and like appropriately i mean it depends on what they're fucking blowing you up about yeah (laughs) 
If it's TikToks, you could probably ignore it. You could probably ignore that shit. But But if they're asking you for advice, just give them a quick response. (laughs) And then this last one says, when I can slash can't respond to work emails and texts. Same vibe. We're just leading into that. Leading into that. (laughs) So like setting that boundary of like, I'm no longer working after 5 p.m. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. Depending on what you do. But that's hard. It's, it's just hard when you have a million things going and then your brain starts thinking after hours and you're like, hey. That has to be a good, way, a good way to do deal with that though. Like maybe just writing everything down in, that you're thinking so that you can address it the next morning. Yeah. Not necessarily like acting on it yet, but just like I'm tabbing that. God, I hate tabbing stuff though. Like when I get excited about an idea specifically, I'm like, oh. I gotta shoot this I'm going to Pinterest. Now. I'm going to Pinterest. I'm looking it up. Mood. <laughs> Those okay. are good. For the communication styles, there's technically four, but we found two, get, like two different explanations of them or something. Yeah, like like titles, I guess. So the first one we want to do is the one that I feel like is more common, like the ones we recognize. S- yeah, like say yeah. out loud. So uh, the four would be passive. Passive aggressive, <laughs> aggressive, and then assertive. So, to give you some background on each, so passive would be indirect communication, denies personal needs, apologizes for emotions, defers to others for opinions, minimizes one's experience, and prioritizes others' emotions. Period. <laughs> exactly what I would do. Just passive. All right, whatever. Passive aggressive is also indirect. It denies difficult emotions, indirectly expresses anger, backhanded compliments, denies there's a problem, and feigns cooperation. I'm just going to say doesn't cooperate because I don't know what the word says. Aggressive is inappropriately honest, dominates others, does not listen well, criticizes or blames others, low frustration tolerance, only uses you statements, assertive is direct communication appropriately honest advocates for oneself utilizes i statements listens and doesn't interrupt expresses emotions got it so you want to be assertive (laughs) i think it's funny because i feel like (laughs) passive aggressive is like the combo of the the worst the worst of the worst so passive aggressive is like no you're probably worse off if you're aggressive yeah like, passive-aggressive, at least you're not inappropriately honest. <laughs> People, my mom has actually told me a story of someone at work. God, what did she say? Oh, someone came up to a woman, another woman, knowing this woman was not pregnant, saying, how far along are you? Oh, she's bold like that. She's bitchy, bro. That's rude. That's fucked up. Like, on purpose. And she'd be like, your haircut's ugly. Like, she won't just come for people. Girl, you're sad. So, she's probably aggressive. But you don't want to be any of them. You don't want to be any of them except assertive. Yeah. You said you mostly, you most... Identify Identify as passive. passive. And, yeah. Out of the bad ones. I wouldn't say I fully identify with assertive Assertive, either. I feel like I'm working towards assertive and every day is a new day, but <laughs> I think a lot of your communication styles are learned. Obviously, nothing's like fucking comes natural to you. Yeah. So I would say like my family runs on passive aggressiveness slash aggressiveness. 
like it's funny because I feel like my dad's passive and then my mom might be like passive aggressive or aggressive so then like I learned to be passive aggressive you were like a combination of the two yeah I don't know how I ended up as passive maybe everybody in my house is just passive I don't think so though I think I just like didn't the ones that I really like the descriptions is like denies difficult emotions indirectly expresses anger I don't backhand compliment anybody that's weird that's too much uh, work. It's fucking weird. I had to come up with a compliment. But I do deny that there's a problem. Like, I'll just be like, no, Nothing's everything's wrong. fine. Nothing's Mood. wrong. Nothing's wrong. It's fine. Like, I'm okay. And then I'm like, but you're not okay. Like, you need to fucking just say But I shit. feel like my personal problem with, like, denying that there's a problem is just because I just don't know what the problem actually is sometimes. I'm like, I'm just annoyed. Yeah. And it, it's that's not a valid reason to be a bitch right now, but am I being a bitch right now? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> but Sometimes I just, like, need to, like, make myself feel ridiculous to be like, dude, you're mad because of this. You're in your own head. Be like, bitch, you're stupid. You're so stupid. stupid. We're giving you tips. <laughs> We're just call yourself you... stupid in your head. We're giving you tips. Just say you're stupid and you'll stop being passive-aggressive or passive. Just kidding. Don't do that. A bitch really be working on being assertive, though. We Yesterday, really I did are. a great example of okay, that. Okay, do it. Say it. I'm not going to go into detail about what we were discussing. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like, fuck it, I'll say it. So no! Like, it's not a big deal, I guess. I was just thinking if, like, Logan would be mad, but she, I don't think she would. Basically, what was happening was, like, um, all day long, Logan was, like, working all, like, all fucking day. Like, she just wouldn't stop. And I just kept telling her, like, hey, I think it's time to put down the computer. Like, call it a fucking day. It's fucking 7, 8 p.m. now. And we just, like, had planned the rest of our night to, like, eat dinner, work out, and then, like, literally like do all the laundry we had to do before we leave and we had to book our hotel for when we got to Cancun and so she was we were doing that and then right after she got on her computer to like answer a work email or something like that and I was just like okay so like I got on my phone to just be proactive and I started looking at like our new apartment stuff and then I was like okay I'm gonna get up and fold the clothes and so I get up and then I'm like, hey, babe, can you get up? Like, let's start folding clothes. I thought that like me saying like, I'm going to get up was me saying it once. Like, we should probably do that. Mm-hmm. And then I got up, went to the bathroom, came out and I was like, hey, like, let's let's fold some clothes. She still wasn't moving. No, no response. Either. No response either. Love that. And then I like go in the room. I'm playing with Harley for a little bit, like waiting on her. And then I go back out there. I'm like, hey, you want to fold clothes? Not that there's no response then. I don't know what she said, but it was just like, probably like, like hold on or some shit. And then, I don't know. I said some fucking like rude comment or something of like, I probably probably said said some shit like, like, I don't know know why why you're not not up yet or something something like that. Like something really bitchy. But I'm like... I just, I just at that, that point got so frustrated, frustrated and then it like, like upset her and then she's like why are you being mean and I'm like because I'm fucking frustrated like you're not moving and like I'm not like a person to be like come on like on my time but like at the same time I'm like I asked you three times very calmly very like without attitude just trying to get shit done and then that fourth time just really fucking bothering me at this point like it's eating at me and so she gets, she gets up, she's, she's upset, upset at me. We have, like, this, like, weird-ass discussion, discussion about how, like, I'm being mean. mean. And she's, and she's like, like, no matter how frustrated you are, why, you, why can't you just be kind about it? And, and I'm like, because that's not how my frustration We're just not built like that, Logan. She's like, I wouldn't do that. I'm like, I know you wouldn't, but that's not me, bitch. I don't know what to say. But story goes. And then I'm just, like, sitting there and, like, 
she's feeling really, really sad. sad. I'm, like, like hugging her. I'm, like, I'm really sorry. I'm, like, yes, I should be kind. You're fucking right. I should work on my, like, frustration and impatientness, whatever. And I'm, like, just sitting there, and I'm still bothered. And she's, like, what's wrong? And I'm, like... I'm like, I can't even, I feel like I can't even be mad at you though, because I wasn't kind. So I'm just going to keep it to myself. I'm trying to deal with it by myself right now. Uh-huh. And she's like, you're obviously still upset though. So like, why don't you just say what's, what's wrong? And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to, I'm like, I literally like, calm myself down. And I was like, honestly, I just feel like, yes, like it's still no reason I should still be kind. Like, that's why I feel like I shouldn't be mad at you. But like, I feel like I really worked hard on trying to be calm and collected and asking something of you or asking for my needs in a very calm way that wasn't out of built out of frustration multiple times so I just like I was like I understand where you're coming from and why you're upset with me but at the same time I feel like it's being overlooked that I tried my best and like I was allowed to be frustrated at that point maybe I shouldn't have been like not kind but I was frustrated for a reason at that point. And I was like, and I just feel like it's overlooked because I was not kind. But at the same time, like, why was I not kind? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I just kind of, like, explained myself, like, very calmly. And then, like, she just, like, had, like, a moment of reflection. She's like, I just feel really overwhelmed and I'm really sorry. She's like, I'm just not realizing that I'm so busy and overwhelmed that I can't even stop to look at the fact that you're trying. So I'm like, oh my god, I was sitting there like this. That was deep. I was like, period though. You said, yeah, I am trying. Thanks. But yeah, assertiveness. It works. Be calm and talk to (laughs) yourself. Until the fourth time when you got to be a little unkind and aggressive. Period though, I do that all the time. (laughs) It's just, I can't. But it is annoying. I don't even know what is in our bones where it's like after asking for three times, it feels like I did a lot. It just feels like like I did the most. It just feels like my levels are just like, oh. I'm so Lilo and Stitch shit. Like my levels, the the, the good is going down. The good is down. (laughs) Me. Dude, for real though, it's hard. It is hard. Definitely hard. I think we're just really impatient people and like, I don't know. I think we're the type of people that also like are very proactive in our heads. So like if we want something done, it has to be done in that moment or else it's just like, it's Anxiety, not gonna get down. It's never it's happening. It's never happening. Yeah, and so I think that's where my mind fucking went, and this frustration came out. And then it's annoying because at the end of the fight, or like even in the middle of the fight, you're like, "This is laundry. Like, why are why we? Why are we fucking upset? Like, yeah, that's what I was at the end. I was like, yeah, can we just fold the fucking laundry? Now we just spend an hour talking instead of doing the fucking laundry. <laughs> Mood. And I think that's when I get more upset at the end. I'm like. Why the fuck did we just fight about laundry? You're just stewing and like, why are you mad again? Because we, we haven't folded anything. We haven't folded anything. <laughs> Me. All right. The next ones. I don't so this, fully understand this. Let me read this a little bit. Oh, okay. So this says like, depending on what for, which one of the four you are as a, as a communicator, mm-hmm. it tells you how to, how you best work with oh. people. Okay. So the different ones are the realtor, the socializer, the thinker, and the director. So the realtor, it says you're warm, friendly, slow, and easy, shares feelings, you're a good listener, and you're cooperative. Um, the socializer is relate, thinks that relationships are important, strong feelings of personal worth. They're fast-paced, enthusiastic, and persuasive, not afraid of risk. The thinker is an efficient perfectionist. A slow and they're slow and cautious 
they're task oriented, follows directions, works well alone. And then the director is um, the emphasis on results, little concern for relationships, does not share feelings, seen as dominant, fast paced and decisive. Interesting. So realtor and socializer are both open relationship type of people. Yeah. Which I don't think that literally means like you're in an open relationship. It's just like you I like... think you have like the availability to be in a space with anybody. Yeah. Um, open to relationships. Open to connecting with people. Yeah. You and work then, best in that form. Yeah. And then thinker and director are more reserved when it comes to relationships. Which makes so. sense. Because I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah. Because I think both of those rely on their own their own work, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. their own yeah. processes. And then the realtor and thinker together, I guess, like, are on both ends of the left side. They're indirect and slow-paced, which means they don't need, like, a lot of communication, I guess. Or, like, they work on... I think it's like they're on their own. own. Yeah. Yeah. They work on their own and they're okay with just being like, go with the flow, slow, what goes, goes. The socializer and the director, uh, they're more direct and fast paced. So literally the opposite. These descriptions also say, so the realtor, because realtors care so much about maintaining a harmonious workplace, they are best suited for managing teams that are well-trained and autonomous, such as a group of creatives. They dislike personality conflicts and are active listeners, and make excellent mentors. Their management styles can be referred to as pace setting. Hmm. Interesting. The socializer. Like realtors, socializers love people. They take control, are fast-paced, and not always concerned with the details. They are big thinkers, dreamers, and well-suited for leading innovation and new product teams. They are enthusiastic with the ability to think on their feet, making them excellent presenters and public speakers. Interesting. The thinker. Thinkers love to work alone. They are critical thinkers and systematic problem solvers. The thinker loves data, works autonomously, slowly and precisely. This explains why they should manage HR, legal, or compliance work. The director. In short, director is direct. (laughs) They are best suited to manage in extremely fast-paced environments because their styles is very clear, concise, and well-directed. The director is laser-focused on productivity, goals, and bottom-line results. The director makes an excellent sales leader or plant manager. Hmm. What do you feel like you are? Um, I don't feel like I fit in one box, but... Yeah. I feel like I'm in between the realtor and the thinker. Interesting. I feel like I'm the socializer, or... I feel like I can switch. (laughs) I'm like, switch, realtor, just be nice. Yeah. But, like, the socializer doesn't really say anything about, like, goals, goal-oriented and tasks. I'm very big on tasks. Yeah. But... So you're, like, maybe a socializer and a thinker? Maybe. Because you... I mean, because I feel like you are task-oriented and you work well alone. I don't feel like I'm very persuasive. (laughs) The socializer. (laughs) I think Marcus said I was, and I was like, what? (laughs) I think you are, too. I think originally when we started the business, you were supposed to be like the people person. That was supposed to be my job. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> Which I think you still kind of are. I think I think we're balancing each other and learning each other's skills. Yeah, for sure. Which is good. But yeah, so I guess this one's like the four here are like work related. Mm-hmm. And then the other four were more just like communicating. Communicating, in yeah. There's like, how do you, 
how do you manage people or like how what is your place in the workplace oh there's another thing that says four communication styles and how to navigate them in the workplace there's the dominant influencer conscientious and steady so dominant they're decisive efficient intense results oriented competitive and risk oriented influencers are outgoing enthusiastic persuasive relationship oriented lively and optimistic conscientious people are systematic logical reserved process oriented cautious and risk averse steady people are cooperative cooperative relaxed patient support oriented and friendly and thorough interesting because i'm looking at above and it says there's a few different frameworks for understanding communication styles which we just discovered mm-hmm. um but that the classics are the assertive aggressive passive aggressive and passive right. and it says these are a person's outbound communication but nothing about what works for them when it comes to inbound communication so this is like love language vibes yeah like what works for you to give out but what are you like when you receive communication so these are what would you like to receive dominant conscientious people are more task oriented people Mm -hmm. versus influencer and steady people are more people oriented and then it says dominant and influencers are excitable so i guess it is saying like disc is people's like if we identify as dominant that's how you should address us. Us, yeah. But not necessarily like if you're dominant, you if you identify with that, you like that style. True. It's just saying that's what you should that's do. That's what you should do. And it says avoid taking their bluntness, follow-up questions, or impatience personally. That's hard, boo. <laughs> yeah, I think there's definitely a lot here that we couldn't possibly cover everything because, I mean, stuff gets deep. This is a lot of information, but I think it's kind of fun if you guys want to get more into it and figure out where you like fall into that it seems kind of like counterintuitive to put yourself in a box but I think it helps to understand where you're lacking in communication and where you like best or like excel in communicating and how you like to receive communication. communication same thing as love bro communication is part of love whether it's love for your workplace or whatever yeah you gotta communicate shit or else nothing gets done or you just feel like shit yeah so but i guess going back to our questions on knowing how to communicate and setting boundaries knowing your communication styles can significantly help you figure out how to set those boundaries because it depends on who you're setting them with or like what exactly you're trying to communicate and I feel like also a big part of it is knowing that the person on the other end is receiving it well which it doesn't mean like the person has to be happy about it but at least it's not like just knowing that it's not like oh like our friendship's over now or oh like we're breaking up over this like knowing that the person's like I understand how you feel thank you for telling me like and if if you're not getting that yeah you've really got to deep dive into this whole communication setting boundaries situation i feel like we talked a lot about more about communication yeah i think if anything we'll just go over boundaries and going our a little bit further okay and like personally how we set boundaries i feel like that boundaries is just a little bit more personal i think than like it is factual um yeah communication is very intense intense lots to think about to dive into boundaries are more like not fun at all, but <laughs> not, not fun at not all. Not fun at all, but we'll be drinking, so maybe it will be fun. 
we're back and we have half truly half lemon liqueur because we don't like black cherry flavor truly or white claw or anything wait a fucking second why it smells it? like something else <laughs> it smells like it's like a candy i don't know what candy though is it starburst i think it is starburst or jelly beans i don't know it tastes like something though so like we said we're gonna be chatting about boundaries and setting them because we want to <laughs> so boundaries how do you set boundaries about <laughs> i guess is it like you i feel like you don't even realize you need to set a boundary until like maybe the third time that something bugs you because like the first two times you might be like is this just bugging me like one am i in a bad mood is it just today is it just like all these other factors and then finally you're like no i think i really need to say something here yeah maybe not too i mean not dead set two times i think i think that's a good point you're making you're making because i feel like you don't know what kind of boundary you need to set until it happens the problem is there yeah but there's also the other side of like you knowing yourself and knowing what will always bother you and what will not be okay for you because it's not necessarily just telling someone to stop something but it's also say, telling yourself, like, you need to cut that shit right now. You know, like, for example, like, there's a boundary to be set with people and then a boundary to set with yourself and with, like, your life. Yeah. Which but there's, ones do you think are easier to set? I think the ones with my... I don't know. I was going to say the ones with myself, but I feel like that's, like, a harder process in general. Well, I feel like with yourself it's hard because you're the only person keeping yourself accountable to that. Like, you're the only person that it's affecting. That's true. That's so true. So if you don't set that boundary for yourself, no one else is going to stop you. Unless it's like noticeable. Like, an, like you hang out with like codependency. That's yeah. a boundary you could set. Then someone might care for you. But other than that, people are just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like live your life. If that's going to bug you and you don't do anything about it, that's your fault. That's true. But the boundaries... I think the boundaries you set with other people are yeah. a little more difficult. Just because sometimes... You can set that boundary, but it doesn't mean it's going to be respected, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then you have to make a harder decision Yeah. to set the boundary of either That's like goodbye. when you set the boundary with yourself of like, are you keeping this person or are you going to distance yourself? Like, what is the boundary that you're setting there? Yeah. What are you comfortable with? What do you feel like is, has been one of like the harder boundaries that you've set with people or with yourself? I don't know if I'd say this one's like hard, but I think in my last relationship, it was hard to, I guess, just trust that, like, the codependency came from trust problems. So, like, if I didn't trust you, then why wouldn't I be with you 24-7? Mm. So that's where the issue came from. Like, oh, you're going somewhere? I'm going to go with you because I don't trust that you. Not like fucking Marshalls or some shit, but like, <laughs> you can go Marshalls. Not the grocery store. Not like literally I don't trust you to go anywhere, but like trips or like trips it'd be like do i even want to go like i it's like i don't even know if i actually want to go it's just i'm going because i don't trust you right now exactly and that was a boundary i needed to set with myself like okay so like do you need to leave him (laughs) do you do you need to just trust yourself because i've learned a lot since then about just trusting yourself that you don't necessarily have to trust that person per se like obviously trust is important in a relationship but you don't have to like trust that they're never going to do anything wrong that they're perfect people they'll never Mm -hmm. make a mistake but you need to trust 
that you're going to make the right decision when, when if or if something is happening to leave or yeah. like the boundary within yourself is that I trust myself to know when to leave or yeah I think that goes back to I think I don't know if we were talking in the beginning yeah we were talking about like what is the most important boundary and it was like it was the one that was like cutting or like when to know to like let go of negative people or like stopping negativity negativity. that is that like trusting yourself to to be able like to say at this point or when and if this happens I'm going to leave or set another boundary that's a boundary to set because for sure I feel like a lot of the time before learning how to set boundaries with yourself you allow yourself to go through really shitty situations over and over and over again because you just trust in this person or like and you're like losing trust in yourself, losing that boundary with yourself. Yeah. You just trust that it's going to work out or you trust the universe instead of yourself. Like, I don't know. It, it got to a point where it's like, like, why are you, why do you trust the universe so much? But you feel like well, shit all the time. I don't, I don't I mean, believe, I mean, that maybe that's how you see it, but I feel like I have a very close relationship with like my spirituality and I feel like I am one with the universe. So like, I feel like whatever happens to me negative, like negative wise, like it's just meant to happen whether or not I want it. And I can't really fucking deflect that. Like that's just what's going to happen. But it's up to me to be like, yo, what is your reaction going to be right now? No, I agree with that. I think everything that is supposed to happen is meant to happen. But my mindset was just like so stuck on this is what's supposed to happen. You mean like your destiny? Yeah. Like like I was like, this is what's supposed to happen. Like we are going to end up together. So why... It wasn't like... So it wasn't the universe, though. It was it was the back of your mind being like, I'm yeah. going to end up with this person. But me me thinking, thinking it's the universe. Got you, got you. It got wasn't you. me saying, like, literally. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. The universe wants this to happen to me. Because <laughs> I don't think... The universe fucking hates me. I don't think the universe really hated me that much. But, yeah. No, that, it fucking loved you for making you leave. That's what I gotta say. It did, dude. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's true. That was a really hard boundary. And I'm still learning it. Like, not in terms of... Well, I mean, I guess, like, all around, but, like, especially the not having to do everything together. Like, coming out of the relationship, I told myself, I was like, bitch, the next relationship you're in, you are not gonna just every single thing they invite you to be like, I'm going, I'm coming, oh my god, I'd love to come, or let me make time, let me figure it out. Like, if something wasn't gonna work, it's okay. Like, it just... Yeah. It didn't work out. And if that person does something fucking stupid, you figure it out when it happens. Like, you figure out... Yeah. Again, it's just like, yeah, like you said, that boundary of like knowing that you're going to make the right decision when it, when and if it happens. Yeah. That was a very hard boundary to set with myself. That's true. Because you still have to remind like myself every day, like that the boundary is there. Yeah. Like don't just, you don't have to trust in the freaking hundred years ahead of you. Like it's just as it comes. It's day by day for sure. What about you? I don't know, dude. I've set a lot of boundaries. I can't even fucking remember any right now. I think the boundary that I've learned to set with myself is, I guess, kind of similar, but more with just like generalizing like people and my relationships in life is like me, because before I so badly wanted to be understood and at, I wouldn't stop until... I felt like I was understood and at that point it's like you're making people angry people maybe don't even want to understand you like and I've set the boundary of my with myself of like you are allowed to say your piece that piece of you is still allowed to do that like you can still say whatever you need to Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day if they don't respond nicely or they don't they're not having a 
an active response towards you about an issue or whatever, then that's like not on you. You said your piece, like move on and go. And I think the boundary that I've set with myself is like, you're allowed to say what you need to say it kindly as possible and don't expect anything like letting go of the expectation of what comes next. Yeah. Cause you, you can't control other people. You can't. No. And, and putting that on yourself is get, try and get so, someone there. It's just not okay. You're like, why am I trying so hard to get someone? You end up like somewhere. beating yourself up for what? Like you literally will never be able to control people. But that was a boundary that I had to set with myself. It's a hard one. But it, it I feel like it, it came a lot with a lot of not trusting myself of like, am I saying the wrong things? Am I just being ridiculous or dramatic? Like you want and them like, to agree with you kind of as like a validation. As a validation. Like, I, am I'm, right. I am right. Yeah. But it's like, you just have to know you're right. And even if you're wrong, as, as long as you know you're right, that's all that fucking matters. Because it's all fucking relative at the yeah. end of the day. And like... Everyone has their own experiences and thoughts. Their life experience is so much... It's not the same as yours. And you need to be okay with that. Like, yeah. I just... I literally... It sounds stupid. But like, I had to realize that like... Almost like I'm not the only person living with like feelings and shit. Because like, I'm not. And not... I don't know. That's it's the just main character me. energy right there. <laughs> I was like too much main character energy. Like to the point where like I... She televisioned everyone else out and she said, this is my world, guys. This is my world and it's going to go my way. Honestly, when I was little and probably to this day, my family is like, it's not your world and everyone else is just living in it. And I'm like, but it is. But it is. <laughs> but, it is. but honestly, it kind of is. Main character energy. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, it really is. Like, to an extent, yeah. Like, no, but like, if you really did want to live as a fucking shitty human being, it really is just your world. What's an easy boundary then? What's something easy? Mm. Easy one. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Um, I think for me, my easy boundary is like, I think this came from like me working so much on social media and like, I just kind of got tired of it. But like setting the boundary of like, if I'm like scrolling mindlessly at some point, like I just got to stop because it's not, it's not worth it anymore. That's a good one. For some, probably really hard, it's, but... Yeah, in, in, I mean, social media, I'm going to say Instagram, but social media in general is just really addictive. It's an addiction. But I feel like I've lost kind of, like, the magic of it, so... <laughs> lost the magic! It's like, whatever. You said, I've been to Disneyland, like, every day at this point. <laughs> it's like, whatever now. Like, I'm just, like, I'm scrolling, cool. Yeah. I just check up on my friends on social media to see what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like right before, like, we started this, it was like, social media is so fun, but also it was like almost two years ago also so we had different. no responsibilities yeah so it was different but now going on social media it's either like one i'm overwhelmed with really good ideas <laughs> and i'm like i can't and then i screenshot them and then i get overwhelmed that there's screenshots in my fucking thing Move that i have no me. idea what they are or it's just like uh, like, uh, yeah. like it's all the same yeah not interesting i'm also like, just like tired of looking at nothing but influencers that's what i'm saying so Christian was literally like, who's that? I'm like, oh, it's just like this influencer girl. Who's that? Uh, it's like a true crime podcast lady that I really like. Who's that? Uh, just some like influencer from LA. And he's like, do you follow any like of your friends, like normal people? And I'm like, I do. Like, what the hell? But also my friends don't post as much as an influencer. So like, that's also that's the- all why you see so many of that, so much of that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, come on. Like, just start posting random shit like we used to. <laughs> Like, I used to well, post guys, pictures with my sh- my brand new shoes. Like, why can't why don't I do running that shoes? Like, brand new shoes. Oh, brand new shoes. Like, when I got my first pair of Doc Martens, I posted them. I was like, hee hee. I like, posted a pic so of the cute. moon. Like, go off. I'd do that still today, though. I'd like. want to see, but on your feed. Like, just that pic. 
just a zero and a line and an I used o. to take a lot of little like artsy mood photos if you would call them like mood mood pics. now they're called fillers filler photos <laughs> um they weren't filler for me though they were like sentimental were and shit so yeah i feel like i just just fucking start a new revolution of like what social media is because it's fucking boring i don't want to see you i want to see my friends and shit i want to see my friends yeah i want to see you living your like when i see people living their life and it's not just like some no offense to the people posing in parking garages because sometimes it's <laughs> it's a look like sometimes they're wearing a cute look whatever why is that like the go-to i don't know but i'm over it <laughs> like i hate it get any background i just just don't even i don't know it just feels so uninspired when someone's whole feed is like every other shoot is at a parking garage i'm like it's cool to like bunch your content and like want to be an influencer like i don't hate that at all but like be real like i know your ass doesn't sit in parking garages for hours on end yeah a good boundary that could be easy for people would be not to touch your phone in the morning i don't do that but that'd be a really good easy boundary something you're working on um what about like i feel like you're getting better at stopping work like you're like okay it's i'm going home today or like if you're at my house when you go home you don't work anymore or like when i leave here most of the time yeah unless it's something like extremely important yeah yeah that's like a pretty easy one yeah stopping work i feel like that wasn't easy before though for you so that's why i'm saying that i don't even know if it wasn't easier if i just had so much shit to do we had nothing to do with you and I, but then that was when I was like still doing, doing other all the other shoe stuff. Yeah. That's true. That's the only reason. But I kind of like it was maybe hustle culture, which is nasty. But like hustle culture, like gets in your head, and like you just graduated college, so it's like, see, I'm working. See, I'm working. I'm doing something. That overworking shit. Yeah. Which we talked about in the last like two episodes ago, or something three episodes. Also, let me just say that boundaries aren't necessarily, like, putting up laws against people or, like, walls about, uh, like, against you feeling shit or experiencing life. Like, it's just, like, it's not even, like, you're protecting yourself from anything. It's more, like, you're opening yourself up. You're opening yourself up to more positive experiences because you're not allowing yourself to be put into shitty situations or shitty feelings. Like, it's just saying, like, bro, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. I mean, know? both of our boundaries were very based around avoiding a negative A negative feeling. experience, for sure. Which, like, at the same, in the same time, which I hate this, but, like, this has nothing to do with boundaries. But, like, in that boundary, you have to, like, there's so much work within a boundary, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's an everyday thing you have to work on. I hate that. <laughs> I want to set it, set it and forget it. <laughs> not set it and forget it that's literally what i wish my life was like i'm like checked off the list forget it we good i learned it i learned it we don't have to do that ever again that's not how life works or people or anything give us a good boundary maybe we need to start setting some boundaries i don't know give me a good one give me a good one give Give me me some ideas i hope this was um somewhat helpful or entertaining or entertaining i'll take that i just want you guys to remember to not allow shitty people into your life to just fucking override how you feel like you are so in control of your emotions i know it doesn't always feel that way but when something negative happens to you like take it as a blessing i know that sounds like kind of like tone deaf depending on the situation but there's always something 
brighter to look at when something negative happens. And if you're sitting there like, fuck, this negative ass person's in my life. Now I got to do something about it. Like, it's okay to like not rush into like fucking just kicking someone out of your life or like it's not always so black and white. Yeah. Like sometimes the boundary isn't cut and dry. Like you're, you're in my life, you're not. Sometimes it's like, I just don't like it when you do that. Yeah. Can we set that boundary? And then they say yes. And you're like, oh. But if they say no. Oh, well, yeah. If they say no, then you got to figure out the exit strategy. (laughs) Life is hard, but DM us. (laughs) DM us if you need any any, uh, advice. Surround yourself around people who are open to like conversation and open to talking through your feelings Mm. and emotions and all that. Don't settle. For people who are just, I don't know, just having like a certain energy where like nothing matters, nothing. Ew. Yeah. I think that's it for today. (laughs) Calling it a quiz. Bye. Yep.